0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got some NFL news happening this week. Obviously, the NFL Combine. Players will start reporting on, I believe it's Tuesday, Tuesday night into into Wednesday, but nothing on field until Thursday. That's when all the action starts happening. The NFL Network's going to cover everything. You'll get a chance to see guys forty the two twenty five bench press their drills on the field, all of that stuff, position specific drills. And it's we're finally going to get a look at a few individuals that you know maybe we've got our eye on for um, for for next year in terms of the draft. And I want to bring this up because, actually, you wanted to bring it up because I did go to the combine, you didn't. And I think this is interesting. A few weeks ago, at the beginning of February, um, NFL Executive Director DeMarice Smith had said these comments regarding the combine. Think about it. The NCAA and the NFL structure a combine during what should be every football player's what. Last semester in college, who decided it was a good idea to take your son and have him exclusively try out for the NFL's exclusive way of getting into the league? For the most part, unless you're a free agent player, you have to be invited to the Combine. He continues, as soon as you show up, you have to waive all of your medical rights and you not only have to sit there and endure embarrassing questions, and I think that's horrible, and I don't want to poo-poo any of that. But would you want your son to spend hours inside an MRI machine and then be evaluated by 32 separate team doctors who are, by the way, are only going to are only doing it for one reason. What's that reason? To decrease your draft value. He clearly would like to get rid of the NFL Combine. I think there are some tweaks they could make to it, but I remember when I got my invite to the Combine it was like, all right, like it validates what is about to happen. And that is the possibility. doesn't mean you're going to get drafted. Right. But the possibility of continuing that dream of being an NFL player. Your thoughts before we get into what the combine is, and I think maybe some ways that I think it could be adjusted, I thought it was a privilege to be able to go. I know you and I have talked about this before, you are a little upset that you didn't get the invite to the combine.
1: I was. And for me, being a smaller school player, um, I thought that was going to be the one platform where I could shine. And, uh, you know, the college football, even, gosh, I mean, you know, me playing my last year in 08, you playing your last year in what, 2000? I mean. Yeah, 2010. Or, or college, I mean. Oh, sorry. yeah, college, yeah, 98. Yeah, 98. Yeah, decade earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's way different than it is even now. I mean, everything now is oh, yeah. just so much more under a microscope and watching. But even back then, I remember I, I wanted to go to the Combine so bad because I would have tested really well. I would have been probably in the top five in most categories. Um, and I was hurt that I didn't get to go. And I think, you know, I got the call and it was like, oh, you're one vote short, whatever it was. And I was... I was depressed, man. I was like, man, I've been working so hard for the last couple months to go showcase my talent. And yeah. and, and look, that's just that's just the cherry on top. I think most players and I think most coaches and evaluators understand, hey, the best evaluation is what's on film. How is this guy as a football player? Right. If if you got a player, because the biggest misnomers every year is you got a great player uh that might go to the combine and test Bad, right? And, oh, this guy, all of a sudden, just because he can't run a fast 40, he's a horrible football player. Or you have a guy that was, you know, a backup or a third wide receiver or a rotational player that comes in and runs a a 4-2-5. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we got to take him in. This guy can fly. Can he play football or can he not? But for me, being a smaller school guy, I looked at it as the opportunity to only – improve my status heading into the draft if i can go show every single team that hey i'm better than these other guards in the draft and i'm better than these other tackles in the draft as as far as it comes to athleticism um that was a chance that i was really bummed that i didn't get to do that um on the flip side though I mean, I know you went to the Combine. You hear about it every year, how it's like – it really is awful for, I think, a lot of the players. I think you understand why you're there. You understand it's going to be probably a grueling couple days, you know, early mornings, interviews, medicals, testing, all of this. And, you know, from a lot of the players that I've talked to, it's always – Man, it was it was overwhelming, right? It was just a lot, man. We're getting up and, you know, six a.m. and testing, and then we're staying up late, and you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. very grueling. But hey, you also understand that too. You're interviewing for one of the highest paying jobs in the world, coming I mean, out these of college. Teams, yeah, coming out of college, and these teams want to know everything about you before they invest. You know, in first round guys now twenty five, thirty million dollars, right? So you understand that as well. But maybe I think for me, maybe it turned out to be a blessing that I didn't go. Um, you know, because I still got to do my pro day in a more controlled environment where I didn't have to spend those, you know, two or three days of grueling, you know, interviews and medicals before I went to test. So, um, it it, it was it is what it is. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of glad that I didn't go. On a, on the flip side, maybe I could have been a second or third rounder if I did go. You know, yeah. instead of a fourth, but still seemed to work out all right yeah, for you. Yeah, but I think players like you know you hear Demar De- Sm- uh, Smith talk about. He basically says there's no benefit to it at all I disagree with that I think there is a benefit I think there's benefits for players uh, much like myself that are guys maybe from small schools that want to go compete on a big stage uh, against other guys from you know Alabama and the SEC and the Big Ten uh, that can improve their draft stock now I don't think there's a lot of guys you know projected in the top 10, that can really do much to improve their status right you know those guys can only kind of worsen it which is i think why you see some of them participate why you see some not and i think that's what more you know smith is talking about there where you know these teams are trying to do everything they can to hurt your drafts i don't think that's true or fair um but a lot of those top top 10, 15 guys, yeah, I think you can do a little bit more damage than you can to improve your status because if they find one thing in the medicals or next thing comes out, you know, you're terrible in the interviews, that can hurt you.
0: Well, it can. And here's where I think uh, Mr. Smith is a little bit out of touch is I would gladly release my medical records regarding my physical availability or health status going into the following year because I do understand that it's a unique profession, it's a unique situation and these teams are going to be putting a major investment in you whether you're drafted first, second, third or, you know, late rounds, they are making an investment in you. And part of that investment is your body, your health, your well-being. And I think most guys Even though they'll come out of it saying, yeah, it was grueling, it was all of these things, you'd rather have the invite than not. And you'd rather you know, subject yourself to some of those things than not because you're pursuing a dream. I don't think there's anything that invasive. Now, I didn't get any stupid questions. That's where I think, yeah, there could be some regulation in the questions that are asked or not asked. Um, and there are we always hear some stupid questions that that come out. Why were you asked that question? You know, and you, then the teams are asked why did you ask this guy that question? Those are some things that I think are are inappropriate. But in terms of the poking and prodding, like this is a unique profession, and it requires a unique analysis. Uh, but when you look at you know the tweaks that I think could be made is kind of to your point where you're coming from a smaller school, and it's nothing against Eastern Michigan, it's just not as heavily viewed, you know, day in and day out as some of the Power 5 schools are. And those players that are coming out of those Power 5 schools, especially, we talked about the ten, top 10, 15 picks, like, no matter where they fall, they're going to be somewhere between 1 and twenty twenty-two, right? Mm-hmm. But and, and and you know when Will Anderson lines up against an offensive tackle from Georgia, you understand the level of play that that that's happening at Georgia. You understand the level of play at Alabama, so you can measure those. When you turn on the film, you can see that. When you're trying to evaluate a guy that maybe doesn't even come from like a a Mac school, but comes from D two D three, comes from you know some some place where okay, this guy was a late developer. He's he's shown as a corner. Good coverage skills. He's fast. He opens his hips. He does all the things you wanted to see, but you don't know the level of competition that he's playing against. Right. Or if it's an offensive lineman and he's going one-on-one against a defensive end and he's just owning him, you don't know if that defensive end is just garbage or if he's a good player that's just getting dominated by a better player. I think it should be shifted instead of – hey, you vote on those guys that you think are going to be the top 150 players taken in the draft. Those guys, you can see them at the pro day, but it's everybody else. It's the next 320 guys that you want to see perform at the combine. It is all hands on deck. You get a chance to look at their medicals. You get a chance to see them go through drills. You get a chance to talk to them about their football IQ and, and what they were presented with, how much they absorbed in college, what type of player are you getting from that unknown quantity because you don't know the level of competition that they're playing against. Those are the guys I think the NFL and the players could most benefit from going to the combine.
1: Yeah, no, and I'm with you, and I think that that's probably why, at least in the last couple years, I think the NFL is trying to make the All-Star Games a little bit more of a you know, spectacle, right? Meaningful experience. Yeah, well, let's let's air every practice, right? Let's watch all the one-on-ones. Let's watch, you know, the team drills. Let's watch the seven-on-sevens because, yeah, these guys aren't going against, you know, perennial all-pro talent, but you get a chance to see all of the, most of the big names in the guys in these games competing against each other, and you get a chance to see, you know, hey, this guy's our top-rated receiver. Well, you know the other receiver we might have number 7 you know he's beating the same guys that are covering receiver number 1 and you know doing a much better job that that's where i think they're trying to make that a little bit more of a uh, of a highlight point uh you know when you talk about the senior bowl and the week leading up now i know you don't get all the top prospects there uh you don't get the juniors obviously that come out early because they're not seniors but um i just don't see i don't I, i'm with you i think we're on the same page where there's probably not much benefit to seeing a Will Anderson go to the combine and run or Will Anderson bench press or, you know, Will Anderson's, you know, vertical jump. Like, even if they're freaky, it's basically just going to, you know, reconfirm what you thought in your mind. Even if they're average, you're going to be like, yeah, who cares? This guy's an absolute stud of a football player. Well, <laughs> like, we, yeah. see that. we see that on game day. That's all that matters.
0: Well, as a scout uh, or as a GM or as a coach, right you're not going to get a lot of value out of that but and i think where DeMarie smith does have a point is this is not any it's not as much about evaluation when you're talking about those top guys the the top guys it's about the nfl network and airing that on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday because yeah. fans yeah. want to be able to look and see. Oh, what you know? What is this physical? Jalen Carter, my God, a big man who can move like that, can change directions like that. I mean, we saw it last year um, when we were talking about you know a lot of the edge rushers and D linemen that were were going to be top picks in the draft. Yeah. It, it become it has become more of a TV event, and the NFL has made it that because we know the NFL is really good at marketing that they still want those guys there because they can market those guys. It's really hard to market somebody that, hey, you know, fans across the country don't know anything about. While the scouts may get more value out of that, teams may get more value out of it, the NFL as a whole doesn't get maximum value of airing those
1: type of things. Yeah. No, and I'm with you. And I think, look, it's still – at the end of the day, I still think it's a necessary process because – if you try to put yourself into a scout's you know, shoes, um, that's got to be an extremely stressful job. I mean, if you yeah. go up to the – you're trying to turn over every stone, every leaf possible about these prospects because if you go up into that war room, right, and you're pounding your fist saying, no, I want this guy over this guy. I'm telling you, this guy's the better prospect, and you get it wrong – that could be a $20 million mistake. That could be it a franchise-altering mistake, and right? your job. So you understand that it's necessary because these guys, look, they've got a job to do as well. That's the reputation. That's their job, right? If you go up and say, no, I want this quarterback. How do you think the scouts felt, you know, a couple of years ago in the draft where, you know, Trubisky goes uh, to the Bears at number two, and then like Mahomes goes like at a ele- You know what I mean? That got yeah. that one up there saying, "No, I want Mitch Trubisky. He's the guy." You, like, and you got that wrong. I mean, that's not good, right? No, so you understand looking for work, right? You understand why these and 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 it's impossible to predict everything.